All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Diggy A2 Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Diggy. Uh, in the building, man, what a ride. We are on four weeks of episodes, and we are now making a trip up to the Northeast to Philadelphia, the Bastidia of Brotherly Love, where we're going to be talking about the iconic Roots crew. Uh, oh, man, like I'll tell you all that the Roots have what I would say changed how we listen to hip hop. And I'm going to get into that discussion here um, in just a little bit. But uh, before we jump into that, you guys, I have a very special guest uh, that's going to be hanging out with us for the discussion today. Uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself because he's done like so much shit. Like I have no idea what he does. I've been asking that before we started. Like, brother, what the hell is it that you do? And he told me this, 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 this. I was like, all right, hold on, man. Let, let, me, let me let you explain that to the audience. Uh, but this brother here is a good friend of mine uh, in the industry. I consider him a brother in the industry. Anytime I, I need anything or Queen Jess needs anything, we can call on him. And he's always there for us. So, uh, mass shout out to this gentleman right here. And uh, I'm going to bring him in so you all can meet him. So, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you my special guest for this episode, and that is Mr. Wild Tuna. Wild Tuna's in the building. Good. What's good? My brother was good. What's up with you, King? Listen, man, I appreciate you having me, man. You've been a big supporter of mine. I've been trying to give you the same love, man. I got to gotta thank you for having me on the show. For everybody who don't know me, it's Wild Tuna, formerly known as the Young King. Shout out to Dice Raw for giving me the opportunity to be a part of the legendary Roots crew, man. And, you know, being able to build, producer, director, media, you know what I'm saying, journalist, host of my own podcast, actor, songwriter, engineer. I do it all, man. I'm really just fully, fully into the entertainment industry, you know what I'm saying? So everything entertainment I do. And, you know, that's why I've just been just pushing heavy. Just trying to help other people out in the game, really. That's that's my main focus is helping others out, showing them the way. Whenever I learn something, I pass on the word. And, you know, I'm just around, man. I'm just an industry guy. <laughs> and that's what's up, Tuna. I appreciate it, brother. And for those of y'all that don't know Tuna, like, whenever, um you know, when he's on his Instagram Live or whenever he's doing something, I always get on there, man. Like, I'm a huge fan of Tuna. The way that he articulates himself, the way that he does his interviews, I learned a lot from him. He probably doesn't know that. He probably knows that now, but I learned a lot from you, That's Tuna. Good. So thank you for teaching me the game, man. Um, I learned, I, I pull a lot of things from you, brother. You may not understand that, but I do, and I appreciate hey. you. And on top of that, you guys, he's from Philadelphia, which is why he's on the show today. So he is from it's Philly, uh, but I believe he is live and direct from Miami, Florida, right now. So uh, you know, yeah, yeah. that view over there. From Miami, yeah, yeah, Florida, you know. nice little backdrop there. He living his best life you out know. there. And <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't mad at you, Tuna. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Roots crew, you guys. So let me run down a couple of facts about the Roots crew real quick. And then we're going to jump into our discussion. So the Roots, uh, the original members, Black Thought and Quest Love, are the original members from when it started. They've had some other members interchange uh, over the last couple of years. But those are the two that have been the most consistent uh, throughout the last uh, 20 plus years, they got, these guys are friends from high school. You know what I'm saying? Black Thought, uh, raps and rhymes, and Quest Love is the beats, drums, all that, the snares, all that good stuff. So that's kind of where their that combination comes together. Uh, all in all, they have uh, three Grammy Awards, three NAACP Image Awards, and for the time period of the new golden era, they dropped three gems. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Uh, the first gem is Do You Want More, released in January of 1995, uh, which was a gold album 
four mics from the source and it's also on the sources 100 best albums uh in the history of hip-hop uh, and some of the songs that I picked out, one of my favorite songs from the Roots is Proceed. I love Proceed, yeah. Distortion and Static, Mellow My Man, Dash That, Do You Want More, Silent Treatment, just some of those uh, elements in there that I like that I pulled out uh, from that particular album. And then one of the things I was thinking about, Tuna, is um, I didn't think they could get any better, and then they dropped Illadelph Half-Life, which is an extraordinary piece of hip-hop artwork if you guys right. have not heard this album uh i would tell you all to stop what you're doing right now go back and listen to it it is a masterpiece of hip-hop music uh got four and a half mics from the source should have been a five mic album to me it should have been a five mic album based on push up your lighter featuring bahamadia by itself that one song right mm -hmm. there should have solidified it for a five mic album but it got four and a half. That's okay. That's it. That's uh, it. Yeah, I wrote an article on Bahamadia too. I, I dropped an article on her. Shout too. out to Bahamadia, just a, a, yeah, a lyrical yeah. monster, uh, female MC uh, from the mid '90s. There, uh, some of the songs I picked out were "Respond" and "React." Episodes push a light up, of course. What they do, which we're going to get into here in a in discussion, the concierto of the Desperado, R Double O T S. Check the flow was on there. One of my favorite ones. Uh, clones, we're going to talk about clones as well, which was a cleverly shot video, music video. Um, definitely going to get into that uh, with Tune as well. The Great Pretender is also another one of my joints that I like off of that album. And then uh, that was released, you guys, in September 96. Uh, and then in February of 99 was when Things Fall Apart came out. And to me, Things Fall Apart, at the time of its release, uh, was not very commercial successful. But uh, over time, it's kind of like one of those fine wine albums where, to me, it gets better as the time progresses. So some of the songs that I picked out was, uh, it starts out, the actual album itself starts out, uh, for those of you that are from the old school, starts out with the conversation that Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes are having in Mo' Better Blues, talking about, man, we're making all this music, and black people are not coming out supporting us, and Wesley Snipes is like, yo, like, if we make good music, they're going to come. It don't matter who's right. in here, as long as you make your music. That's how the whole album starts. So you kind of get that right. premise of how the whole album uh, kicks off. So I definitely want to give a shout out to the Roots for that. Uh, thinking about that, those small little intricacies when it comes to album starts. Uh, table mm -hmm. of Contents, uh, The Next Movement, which is another clever video. The Spark, Dynamite, Double Trouble featuring Most Def. Adrenaline featuring Beanie Siegel. And then they got You Got Me which was uh, their most famous song off of that album, which features Erykah Badu. However, when it comes to You Got Me, I don't know if you all know this or not. Tuna might know this because he's from Philly. But for our audience, you may not know that although You Got Me features Erykah Badu, the song was actually written by Jill Scott. Uh, so Jill Scott was supposed to be on that song, but they wanted the label, uh, one of the more uh, well-known artists to be featured on the song at the time. So that's why they went with Erica Badu. But lo and behold, no one knew, no one knew that Jill Scott was going to become what she became. And the Roots was right. always giving homage back to the local artists. Jill Scott is what she is now. There's no need for me to dive into that, but that's a little known fact about that song, right. You Got Me. So, Tuna, thank you uh, for being on today, brother. That's all the facts out the way. Let's jump into the discussion. Yes, and uh, my first question for you, my brother, about The Roots is when you think of The Roots, uh, what do you think is their impact to hip-hop music? I think, I think the biggest impact they had was being able to reach... Um, you know, the households that hip hop usually wouldn't reach um, because there was a different respect 
for the instrumentalists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So them being from Philly, them being able to play instruments, them being able to put on a show that they could, it's like you can't find that too much in hip hop. There's a lot of people who mimic it and, you know, be, been successful mimicking it. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. few like Chance the Rapper and things like that. You know, they Without. brought the band X back back. But them being the original is like, you know, is, is undeniable. And, and all the all the artists that, you know, that branch from the roots, you know, there's so many artists out there that we listen to that you might not even know, like Common and, you know, people like you just gave me a little insight. I ain't know about Jill Scott. Yeah. You know, her writing that song. I would, you know, so so much influence and so much. It was such a big family, you know what I'm saying, that branched out into hip hop. And, you know, that's, I think that's the most legendary part about it is their reach within the industry, you know what I, I mean, before I, we even touch the people. I, I completely agree. Uh, one of the things that I'm going to mention about the Roots is they're considered uh, one of the first hip hop bands. So they did all their instruments, you know what I mean, all the instrumentation, as Tuna mentioned, all done by the band members, uh, you know what I mean? So they're like the first big hip hop band. Like we didn't have one of right. those in hip-hop before and i don't think we still do to this day to be honest with you that's a hip-hop group uh but yeah right. their, their their stamp is so different and to me uh, and i'm gonna be on the record with this i'm gonna say that their second album i think the first album was called static or i, I forgot what the i forgot the first album was called but they had a first album and one of the unique things that i want to mention to our audience about what the roots does is they don't typically uh you know when they make their albums you know was track you know one through 15. it's a continuation of their entire catalog so it's like one through 15 was the first album the second album is 16 through 32 and so on and so forth so it's a continuation of all of their entire journey uh but what i will say to that also tuna is when it comes to the roots they were uh, a hip-hop band they made all their instrumentation all the instruments and all that stuff but uh i would say that their second album do you want more is a continuation of Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. So if you were listening to those two albums back to back, I feel that that album is a continuation of what uh, Q-Tip and wanted to continue that jazz sound. And unfortunately, you guys, for hip hop, to me, that is when the jazz sound started to fizzle out is with the roots in those late 90s. I think there would have been a little bit of jazzmatazz from Guru uh, making a jazzmatazz album, but that, that to Tuna's point, uh, that sound, that jazz sound of hip hop started to trickle away. And it's so sad because I love right. that sound, that boom bap. Um, and they just, they, they, they got it. They hit it the nail on the head. But so Tuna, I want to get your opinion about this. So when they graduated from Do You Want More to Illadelph Half-Life, which is a phenomenal hip hop album, um, they touched on a lot of different themes. One of those themes was, if you remember, uh, the video for What They Do. You remember that video that they had? for what they do. So they were basically, you know, telling the audience or the person who's watching the video, uh, hip hop video one-on-one, -on -one. you gotta have fly whips, you gotta have a house, you gotta have women, you gotta have like uh, right. champagne and like all this stuff. And it's like, I wish that young cats would watch that video now in 2000 um, in 2021, because we're starting to see the same things, the same thing these brothers were talking about in 1996. We're not seeing much of a transition. I'm into that. So I had just posted that video on my Facebook probably like a month ago, right? But when I posted it, it reminded me of the Outcast video too. So that kind of gave me a little insight of when Outcast kind of played that. But they knew the message. And I think at that time, that's when recording was starting to change, when it was going, you know, more into the digital, you know, recording. Yeah. So instruments were 
you know, they were still used, but it wasn't it wasn't what the commercial sound was. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was yeah. changing the commercial sound. So I think that's why, you know, that transition happened. But, you know, that concept of that music videos was was 100 percent right. And I'm sure they got it because the label said, yo, we need y'all to do this because yeah. this is what they asking for. This is what the game about to turn into. Yeah. And, you know, they was like, you know what? We not. But we just going to let y'all know this is what they pushing. You know yeah. what I mean? So they had to get their message off, but did it in their own way. Exactly. And and to, to to go back to your point, they did it. They did it their way. But they also were teaching a lesson, too. I think there's a hidden message in there where they're like, OK, look, if you are successful, you know, this is <laughs> you don't have to make videos with all the same shit. Like we've, we've seen all the videos with the ladies, you know, or we'll, we'll say the models. We'll say with the with the video models and the, uh, the swimming pools and the champagne and the cars and the houses, like all that stuff is is a false representation, just as uh, Black Thought says um, in the actual song itself. Uh, you know what I mean? He talks about that. And it's like, why are we always trying to be bigger than what we are? Like, we as black people are always trying to be bigger than how we appear. And it's still I, I relevant think, in 2021, fam. I think that's because we feel like we got to have something to prove, right? You know, yeah. we put in a lot of work and we want people to, you know, recognize that work, whether if they didn't see it, they're going to see what came from it. You know, I think that's where we, we kind of got a little stigma where we got to present ourselves on a higher level so people know, hey, I'm not just anybody regular. I, yeah. I'm such and such. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. once we get out of that habit, we'll be able to start spending our money in the right places. We'll be able to really start building our community instead of building our, our personal selves and building our assets. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that definitely talks to today's generation of hip hop, of artists. Um, I definitely uh, will second that because, um, you know, I think when you become, I think the roots recognize this early. When you become to a certain point in your career, whether you want it or not, Tuna, whether you want it or not, you have an obligation now. You are a role model, whether you want the title or not. You have an obligation to show people that are watching you what you should and should not be doing, right? So, I mean, do you want the title? Probably not. But when you get to a certain status, people are watching your move. And you know what I mean? So it's not like... Right. You can't go out there and do those things and buy those. I think as black people, um, you know, and I, and I came from nothing too. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I, I mean, right. I understand that as well. You know, when you get your first check, you want to go out there and buy the nice chains and buy all the yeah. Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Because as you black do. people, you, we don't we never we don't have shit. So when we get shit, we want to go buy shit. It's just how right, it's, right. it's just how it is, and right? I, and I think we just buy the wrong shit. That's what, we, just we just buy the wrong like, shit. Like we can yeah. buy shit, but we just buy the wrong shit. You know, instead of buying a chain that costs a house, just get another house. You know, and you know, like yeah, so we just gotta we just gotta spend spend better places. Yeah. And I think we are change I think that's changing rapidly now. It is. Um I it see is. a lot of the you know my generation, the young generations coming up and they're aware of you know what it takes to live life. Because when I know just for me coming up, I'm 30. Yeah. So, you know, I'm listening to the, the, the things fall apart when I'm nine years old and I don't really know what I'm listening to, but I just know that my folks listening to it. So now when I go back and listen to it, I'd be like, man. That's crazy. Then I go listen to Marvin Gaye and I'd be like, man, this sounds like the same shit been going on for the last 50 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you right about earlier, you mentioned about going back and listening differently with a, you know, with a different ear yeah. or new intention. So that's definitely real. And um, yeah, man, I just think, you know, once we learn how to spend and we don't even got to come together, no, nothing crazy. We don't need no crazy marches. We don't need to be at the table with them to change our lives and all this stuff. We really just need to spend our money differently and that changes yeah. the economy. And the respect that we get, you know. No, no, absolutely. Um, so to bring up to your point, which brings me to the last album they made during this time period of the new golden era, 
um, you know, what's called Things Fall, Fall Apart. Um, the album cover itself. So if you all looking at the, the thumbnail of the episode today, the album cover was talking about, um, you know, how uh, African-Americans were treated in the 60s and the 70s. They wanted to depict that. Uh, and they, like I mentioned, the album starts off with Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes from Mo Bit of Blues. You know, we're having a conversation about why do black people not come out and support our music um, and our, our culture, our history? Why are we not uh, into it as much as other cultures? So it really set the premise. And as you mentioned, Tuna, I was listening to uh, Things Fall Apart when I was 19. So I'm 42. So you look at the world a lot different when you're 20 years older, you've been through some things, right. you've gone through right. some things yourself as a black man, and you go back and listen to that piece of music, and you're like, wow, like, oh shit, like, yeah, like I, I, I identify what they're talking about now, now I get it. Right. I didn't get it as a young man, I didn't get it then, but I get it now, mm-hmm. uh, which brings right. me to, you know, um, uh, the next movement that video was uh, fresh and clever how like they're you know doing the drums and they're uh doing the musical and then the, the ladies come and close the curtain they open it back up and it's a different setting or whatever clever right. clever stuff and then but i want to talk about you got me for a little bit that's one of my favorite joints from the roots in their entire catalog um, as i mentioned uh written by jill scott Jill Scott did not get on the record because Jill Scott, they didn't know what Jill Scott was going to become, which is really, okay. really unfortunate. I, really, I think that, that, would, that would have catapulted Jill Scott to the stratosphere at that point in her career in 99. But she came out with uh, Who Was Jill Scott in 2000? She took off on her own, but they gave right. her that option um, or that opportunity rather. And I want to know from you, Tuna, what does the roots mean to the city of Philadelphia since you're from there? What, what do the roots mean to that city? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two answers because there's two sides to it. Um, to the music industry and to those who know the history, the roots mean almost everything. You know, the roots are a very major staple. Um, when we're talking about history of Philadelphia, they're definitely mentioned in the top five. Um, you know, across all other genres too. You know what I'm saying? It's like the roots, like you said, they were the first hip hop band and being successful at it, which was crazy because they they came together and they had so many different artists and, and circulating working together which is like the next thing you get to that is like maybe maybe a wu-tang but i don't know maybe, you know yeah. the, the roots you know what i'm saying the roots is deep like <laughs> it, it didn't matter they had uh to your point interchangeable parts so you know, as long as you right. got black thought you got quest love not to say that they that they can be interchangeable parts because i mean malik b was dope uh dice was dope uh they had some dope right. mcs that they could kind of like come in and out but i mean but the formula is what you're talking about the formula of the roots is always right. intact you know what i mean so i think that's phenomenal and what they mean to hip-hop you guys um oh man like i i mean i i just sit here and just get like in my feelings about it because i overlooked the roots a lot when i was younger like i didn't, I didn't really understand you know watching the video what they do i was like oh man that shit is funny or whatever and now i'm looking back now i'm like yo like they were teaching people like yo we don't have to do the same thing why are we consistently right you know what i'm saying why are we as rappers always got to have this certain type of video and what do we have in 2021 same right. type of damn video <laughs> well they and they did it consistently which is which is dope for them to be able to say you know what we're still not going to conform no matter how many times they tell us no matter what the numbers say no matter what's trending just being them you know what i'm saying so that that alone just shows you how sturdy and how you know straightforward and hard-headed philly might be but it works if it's in the right direction you know what i'm saying it works because 
imagine the roots performing at anything other than what they're doing, and it'd be like, ah, damn. <laughs> you you'd have been so upset. Like you're like, ah, oh, damn, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, they would have caught slack either way. But um the other side to it is for the people who don't really know the history and don't know like some of these R and B artists that their parents were listening to or that they were listening to, mm-hmm. you know came from the roots or had influence through the roots or recorded with them or got, you know, with production with them or wrote songs with them or for them. Um, it's just so much intertwined with that. So it's like, yeah. there's the other side to it where a lot of people don't give them, like they just know them for being on TV on the late night yeah. show, like all oh, the roots yep. from the late night show, but they don't know what's before that. Right. Um, you know, even with Dice, like Dice has a couple of plays that were ongoing and running in multiple cities that were nice. so dope, uh, like nice. Henry Box Brown. And it was like, so, it's more the music, you know what I'm saying? And I think that part, a lot of people don't get to appreciate. Um, so just, you know, it's, the music is there and they solid with that, but they doing so much more than music that's dope, you know what I mean? Um, even with, uh, uh, you know, the masterclass being, I just saw the commercial, uh, shout to Del P. Right. Um, I just saw Black Thought at, um, you know, I think it was at Carnegie Hall, you know, putting together the hip hop masterclass. Like something like that is, yeah. we need that. You yeah. know, we need somebody. We need a group to be able to make the rules and tell people the history and show them the game and really dive into what hip hop is as an industry, a business, and for you know, at, for the music scene. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's heavy influence, man. So everybody who have it, definitely check them out. Tune into the music, definitely, but definitely tap into what else they do outside the music because there's a lot of influence going on there. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I agree with you ten thousand percent, Tuna and. Um, I just want to get one last question in before we start winding things down. Um, and that is always usually just final thoughts. What are your final thoughts on the route? So let's say if you had a, um, a new listener, right? And you said, look, I want you to know about the roots. Where do you start? What song do you start? What album do you start? How do you begin their journey on the roots for someone that's never heard their music before? So, so the first thing, the first thing, I'm gonna be a little stingy here. The first thing I would do is I'll play my record with me and Dice Roll called Satellites. I would play that song okay. and say, yeah, I got so a record just, with okay, this brother, legend. I got you, cheers, I got you. Know you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say, listen to this. If you love me or you like me, you gonna like this and you gonna listen. And then I'm gonna show them the rest of where it comes from. Because up. a lot of times trying to teach the new era, you gotta give them something new that they can relate to yeah. for them to wanna go look back. So I would give them something new. You know what I'm saying? And I think that would be a solid record for them to tap into. And it really just um just just content. You know, I would just, you know, show them the content that they put together because that's what really, you know, the, the visuals, the message within the visuals, if you watch it silently, you know, just watch it with no music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to do that sometimes because I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch music videos when I was coming up. So I had to I would just look at the visuals and I'd be like, oh, I kind of know I turned the song on for like 10 seconds. Turned it back off. <laughs> you know what I mean, we could only play gospel music in the house. You know what I'm saying? My, yeah, my mom's you. Christian, my pops was Muslim. We couldn't listen to no rap. It was all old school soul or gospel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what it was. The content, man, and really and really push that to the youngins, man, because they need it. Like, you know, they, they really do. I think it really changed the game if we get back to that essence. And there's a lot of artists trying to do that. And I and I try to push them forward when, when I'm around and wherever I'm at. Like I mentioned, Del P. Yeah. Um, like an artist, Boo. Um, you know, artists from Philadelphia that are really pushing a solid message. They're not cursing any music. You know, the profanity is none. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just that's what it's about. It's really just teaching the people that 
hip hop can still make solid role models. That's what the roots is. You know what I'm saying? That's so what the roots is. And and it's it is so ironic that they picked the the name of their group to be the roots. I believe that is it is the roots of hip hop. Uh, so a prime example is the video called The Clones. If you all have ever seen that video of The Clones, uh, if you watch The Clones video, it's like it probably cost them maybe a thousand dollars to shoot the video. It's like real cheap ass cameras. But within the video, they're talking about the five elements of hip hop: uh, DJ, b-boying, uh, graffiti, uh, you know, MCing. Like talking about the the fundamentals of hip hop is in within that video. So. If you pay a close education, attention, don't forget education, Everybody education, like way. you know what I mean? Like they're, they're teaching you like these are the fundamentals of hip hop in the clones video. And like it kind of goes right. over your head if you're not, you know, entwined with that. But so everything that you just said and just mentioned, like I would I was I'd probably start with the clones video and then have them go back and listen to proceed and uh, put your lighters up. And like it's because yeah, so things fell apart was the first one I, I, li I heard listened to. Um, that was the what I used to steal CDs from my from my dad. You know what I'm saying so that was the first. <laughs> I used to just grab whatever was on top and I could take it and I put it back later. So that was one of the first. You know that one I had a, I had a DMX uh, album I had stole Tupac. It was a couple of them, but the Roots was definitely one of them Jones. And you know, like I said, I didn't know what I was listening to at the time, but I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, oh, all right, I like it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, no doubt. Now when I go back and be like, yo, this maybe now I see the influence because I never. I never rap like, you know, I was never the trap artist, you know what I'm saying? I always yeah. kept it true to the essence, you know what I'm saying? All my music was all positive um, storytelling. So it was like, now I see where my influence came from. I was like, oh, I was listening to them. And now, years later, I'm, I'm working with them in the studio. It's like, wow. That's, that's so the, crazy. That's Talk about saying? full circle, family, you know what I mean? Like, that's so right. crazy. And 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 what last thing I want to mention before we start wrapping things up, Tuna, is... Uh, shout out to Black Thought. Black Thought is criminally underrated as an MC. Uh, I don't know right. where anybody, if you're a true hip hop head, you got to have them in your, at least your top 15. I know there's so many dope MCs out there. Got to put them in the top 10. I mean, top 15. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's debatable, right? It's debatable. We just but talking it's in MCs? the top half. Definitely a top half. But but we just talking MCs though. We just talking bar for bar MCs. Bar for bar. You gotta put them in the top ten. You got like you know what I'm saying. Like don't you put them in the top? Do you put them in the top ten? So that's a good point. So let's think about it. So I mean, I didn't mean to really get into this on this episode, but I don't mind running from the truth. <laughs> let's not run from the truth from the from the people that are listening to us. We have this conversation. So um, I think that there are. It, so it depends. Like to me, it's all about your style, and I'm all about punchlines and wittiness. Is my kind of style. So he doesn't make the top five, but the things that he says, you know, would probably put him maybe eleven or twelve. But that's just me. That's just me. I can't. Right. I can't Let put me him... ask you. Yeah, go ahead. Go do ahead, you man. put him? Do you put him above Eminem? No, I do not. Oh man. I do not. I'm about, I do I'm, not. I'm about to send my phone over there to the beach. I do I'm not. To... <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, shout man. out to Black Thought. Yo, shout out to Black Thought. Black I can't put. I can't put him in. I, I got Eminem in my top five MCs of all time. Uh, that's that. You, you can't you, tune in. You can't. This conversation for next season when we get to Eminem, I'll I, I invite <laughs> you back. 
I will invite you back, brother. We will debate it on his show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in my right. eyes, the, whether he's white, black, green, purple, Eminem can rap his ass off. You got to put him yeah. in the top five. We're going to do a versus. We're going to do a versus next show. <laughs> <laughs> bring your top 10 Eminem songs. I'm gonna bring Yo, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. But, I, I, but, but you know, not saying taking nothing away from Black Thought. Um, right. I just think that no, it's hip hop. It's, it's all competitive. It's, it's, it's all subjective, right? It's all subjective. Yeah, yeah, There's no right or wrong answer. You know what I mean? Well, assess unless if you don't have Biggie in your top five, then to me your list is not solidified. Let's 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 just put that out there right now. If top, five MCs, top five MCs. Top five MCs. I don't have them in my top five MCs, but I got them in my top five artists. Come on, man. Come I don't on, have them in my top man. five. You breaking my heart, dude. You breaking my not heart my, with this, man. Not my top, because we got, because look, like just think about, just think about Big L, AZ, you know, Nas, you know, like, can you put them in, you can't put them ahead of none of those guys real quick. Um, I would put Black Thought got, in front of, in front of AZ. I'd put him in front of, um, what's the other gentleman you just mentioned? Big L, shout out to Big L, rest in peace, Big L. I'd put, put him in front I'd of Big Black L. Thought, I put Black Thought number four. So you being you know biased saying? right now? Because we just talking, biased. we just talking, we just talking rap. Like if we just if we gonna sit down in a circle and rap, I ain't talking about making songs. Okay, okay. I'm saying if we you gonna sit down in a circle and rap, bar for bar. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Biggie gonna carry it. You know what I'm saying? Biggie gonna carry it. But I'm I I would even put Eminem before Biggie. I ain't gonna even hold you. I would put Eminem. Like if we just sitting in a cipher rapping, I feel like Biggie. I feel like. Those those five people could outrap Big. I feel like I could oh, be wrong. man, you about to give me some hate mail comments on this video on this video, man. Hey, oh my God. that's what I'm here oh for. God. Wild tuna, man, the big fish. Yo, I the came big to shake fish ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I came to shake to show up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, big fish dropping some crazy. I don't got stuff right now. up there. I wouldn't I have it any other way, family. I wouldn't have it any other way. But first off, man. Uh, Yo, Tuna, shout out to you, man. Shout out to your uh, your movement, what you're doing for hip-hop, keeping the culture alive, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, but in the essence, essence rather, of season three of the golden era of the Dig A2 podcast, we have been paying homage this entire season to the memory of George Floyd. So, uh, Tuna, sure. if you could bow your head for me, brother, for a moment of silence for eight seconds for sure. the moment of George Floyd and all the other ones that we have lost due to social injustice. Amen. Amen. Let that man soul rest in like peace. And all the other ones that we lost due to social injustice. So, Wild Tuna, yeah. my dude, my ace, my brother, uh, it's time for shout outs. Who are your shout outs going to this week, my good sir? Oh, man. I got so many, man. Shout out to all my sponsors, first and foremost, man. And so many of y'all. Shout out to Radio Pushers, Results of No Hype Magazine, um, head editor in chief at the magazine, doing big right. things there, we pushing, touring doing everything large. Uh, shout out to drippyfish.com and my team over there. That's my uh, clothing line, personal brand. Shout out to them. We about to launch April for my birthday. April 10th, we relaunching the website with new clothes, all exclusives. I don't let the public, it's not for the public, it's for it's real exclusive. You know, in order to get the clothing line, you got to go through a little membership because we want right. the right people to represent our brand. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's, you already know, I'm sending you some work though, bro. You already know. You already know um, what it shout is. Shout out to my mom, man. 
Word. Big shout out to my mom. Shout out to my grandma because my grandma helped me get into hip hop. She she showed me the way. She really supported me um, as a youngin and played so much music for me from you know Sade to you know Mozart. Like we listen to everything. You know she showed me about writing poetry. Shout out to her because it wasn't for her I wouldn't know nothing about music. I wouldn't have the Word. love for it. But I do. Um, shout out to my kids. You know, shout to shout out to God. Shout out to everybody, man. There's so many people. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Dice Raw. Shout out to uh, the whole Philly, you know, shout out to hip hop in general for, you know, just welcome me in open arms. You know what I'm saying? I, ever since I stepped in and started chasing the dream, it's been, you know, all, all, all in progress. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just blessed, man. I'm blessed. And shout out to you, bro, because you had me on the show. Like I said, you support. I see you tapping in all my interviews. All I see day. the love. So, you know, whatever you need from me, you know, just give me a call. You already know. <laughs> give me a call. Word, man. man. Word, shout out to Wild Tuna, you guys. I've been chasing this cat to get on here for a little while now, but I had to I had to wait till the right episode. I had to wait till right. the right one. Uh, and I think that this one fit um, in Tuna's Woodhouse. So my first shout out is to Wild Tuna. Thank you, sir, for coming on, hanging out with us. I know you got that that, that nice backdrop in Miami, Florida. I'm mad jealous yeah, right oh now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. I'm mad jealous. Enjoy the view, my brother. Enjoy that. I know you're out there for work. But uh, you know, check out Tuna. You guys showing y'all that uh, that Miami uh, essence out there. You know what I mean? Beautiful, uh, it's beautiful, man, man. Man, like, um, <laughs> shout out to my family, my mom who watches every single week. Shout out to you, mom. I love you, my mom, my dad, my family, my kids. Uh, shout out to Queen Jess who was out on doing a tour right now yes. in the uh, Northeast, uh, doing the press tour for the brand and some artists and. Shout out to uh, D Tech, D Tech. Uh, shout out to you, brother, for doing an interview with them um, last night, man. So shout out to you, brother. And tune in real quick. I do want to give a short shout out uh, to the victims that we lost to the shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, and right. the victims who lost their lives in Boulder, Colorado. I definitely want to put that right. out there. Uh, these mass shootings, you guys, have got to stop. Um, I mean, I don't know when it's gonna be time for us to wake up. Um, but it's so unfortunate, and I definitely want to point that out uh, to my Asian-American community and for those of you that lost their lives or family that was affected by those that right. lost their lives in that Boulder, Colorado shooting. Uh, just terrible, terrible tragedy. Uh, I just want to put that out there. And uh, shout out to all of the musicians from the city of Philadelphia, right? So right. there's so many tune. I can't even name a man, but uh, I know some of my favorite ones, though. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh, Beanie Siegel, Freeway, The Roots, Jill Scott, uh, Jeanne, right. uh, right. uh, Tammy Terrell, Patti LaBelle. Right. Man, that's just all uh, music soul child. It's, it's, it's endless. Man, I can't even think of them all, dude. Like it's oh Meek Mill, right. really from uh, from Philadelphia. So mad shout out to philadelphia and all of the musical artists that they have produced uh they have put a staple on the stamp of music in all genres so shout out to philly this week man but that's all that we have for this week you guys so thank you all for tuning in next week we're going back to the queensbridge projects we're going to show and pay homage to havoc and prodigy them two guys known as mob deep we're okay next week uh can't wait yes, to get sir. that done but Shout out to all of our followers, supporters, and fans. Shout out to Wild Tuna. And of course, as always, yeah. shout out to hip hop, hip hop music. All right, y'all be easy, be safe. 100. Peace. Peace, bro.